Welcome back to Launch Speed. We are cruising at an altitude of one foot again, and we are not cruising on a Boeing 737. Thank God. Welcome again. I'm your co-host, Brendan, joined today by my co-host, Zach, and our computer crew still remains nameless. Um, don't forget, while you're watching this, sorry, while you're listening to this, we are on YouTube in case you wanted to watch it. <laughs> oh, there's where you're going with that. That's where I was going with that. Uh, don't forget to check out our Teespring, like our Facebook page, and tell all your friends about your new favorite podcast. Even though if you're listening to this, you probably don't have many. Soiled <laughs> 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 it! There's Roll. multiple shapes and sh- sizes. To decide that a real fat guy is just a bear and it's hitting an animal. Well, it's not going to hit a bear. <laughs> well, yeah, I know that. But it will determine the... Launch speed? Launch speed? Launch speed? <laughs> Stop, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to put my words together. It's rushing me. Am I helping? No, not at all. No one else can see my hands. Welcome to Launch Speed. Uh, All right, we are live. Uh, no, wait, no, we're not. Wait, we're not. <laughs> <laughs> what's going on, man? What's What's been going on with you this week? It's been a great week for me. Good. Yeah. I, I spent $1,300 on a computer. Oh, and my I God. Love How'd you end up spending s- more than me on mine? Because of that graphics card. Oh, yeah, I already have mine when I built mine. Yep. Okay, you're right. Yeah. Go on. So, Dropped, dropped some money on that, but it's a great computer. It runs so freaking nicely. Oh, so you can have a game and Chrome open at the same time? I can have everything open. Do you need a second monitor still? I do. Okay. We'll take care of that. I got you. You have an extra monitor? Well, I'm going to buy Greg's old one and then give you mine. And then What does it run? 144? No. 244? No. Then I don't want it. <laughs> all, right, all right. What up, man? <laughs> all right, man. What else? Uh, so the graphics card. I just really want to talk about it because... It's brand new, and I'm just so excited about that it. That is the 1660 Ti? It is. Yeah, which was, I don't know, it bothered me that they changed up the numbering scheme so dramatically, but whatever. I mean, because it, it's, it's like uh, 1060, 1070, 1080, and then the new newer ones, the Turing ones, are 2060, 2070, 2080. And then after that, they were like, ah, let's uh, split the difference and go back to 1660. Um and it's not even eh, it's not important but yeah but it it does have a pretty good overclock which i don't i don't know if i'm gonna do or not especially if you're already running at max 250 frames per second there's no reason to yeah i'm pretty much maxed out yeah which is awesome and it's not bottlenecked which is what i was worried about but the processor i bought handles everything quite well good you got the uh, i5 i5 9600 yeah okay K. if anyone's curious about that (laughs) because there is an f which isn't I think it's 9400 FM. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, huh. if you say so. Cool. Yeah, and uh, work wasn't miserable this week. I don't, have too, I don't have really anything to complain about work. Wow. I say that, but it's there are things first. I will complain about. There are, I see at least two. Yeah, but they're not big things. Okay, well. So uh, the you'll notice, uh, if you're listening to this and not watching it on YouTube, uh, <laughs> that our table is exactly the same as it was last week. That is partially my fault it's all of your fault well part of it i'm gonna blame on the fact that it was too windy to spray paint the last couple days so i'm gonna blame it on that okay uh i mean it 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 takes it was crazy windy the other day so that's that's my excuse that's my story without spray paint and i'm sticking to it okay yeah 
Okay. I mean, it was rust. The pipes are rusty, so I had to sand them down, and they're still a bit rusty. It's irrelevant. Table's coming next week. For sure. Next week. Like the, the top. Are you guaranteeing it? I'll guarantee. The top okay. is done. The Everything is cut to length. It's uh, kind of primed, so I need to finish priming it, paint it, assemble it, which will take two seconds, then we're done. Right, I'm excited. Dude, that, that table, I saw the top of it. It looks really good. I'll give you, I'll give you kudos there. It's not bad for basically what I had just lying around, so. Hey, you know, this is this is spare time, so why not use spare parts? <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. I like it. So um, you told me that you got the next round of interviews for that uh, job that you were applying for? I did. I have to Now I have to go in and show that I can work with hand tools and I can follow directions. Can you do those things? As long as it's a left-handed hammer, I think I'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> no no, uh, no ambi- uh, amphibious hammers? No, there's, there's no amphibious hammers, so I don't <laughs> quite know what I'm going to be doing. Okay. Well, have you, I mean, have you used a lot of hand tools before? I did. I, you know, I worked as a mechanic for six oh, months. You know, so I keep I, forgetting that. <laughs> so I'd spend a lot of time with hand I tools. I was living with you when you were doing that. I don't I know, know why I keep forgetting that. All right, whatever. I didn't have a like clean pair of jeans ever. Right. I, because you never washed your clothes. Okay. That's not true. They just are grease stained yeah. permanently. That's true. You had that. You wore that uh, ratty, like olive green ish sweatshirt all the time. Now it's got stains all over it. Oh, you mean the one I was wearing today? Is that what you were wearing today? Yeah. I don't pay attention. <laughs> it still has grease. I stains just remember that one because it. it was always on the floor, right next to my chair. But I'm sorry. Moving, yeah. I'm not bitter about it. You're not moving on. Moving on. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, oh yeah, no. Let, let's let's do your your second to last thing on on this segment. So I watched the movie Papillon. That is not how I read it. <laughs> I read it as Papillion. <laughs> that's, that's exactly how I. So when somebody corrected me, I said I watched pa- pa- Papillion, and they're like, and I I wrote it down. And they're like, oh, Papillon. Did they not say the name in of the movie in the movie? They kept calling him Pappy. Uh, I okay, I can see. And that. I think they said it, but they were there. It's a French-based movie, so is I it thought in French. No, okay, it's all in English. Is it wait? Is it English dubbed? No, because we started a movie on Netflix, and it was French but dubbed in English. Five seconds in, when the mouths weren't moving, the same way that the words were coming out, we were just like, nope, nope. All right, that's enough. No, it's uh, it's about a Frenchman, but it's all in English. Okay, and. If like that's my recommend recommendation of the week. If you have free time, watch that movie. Netflix, Amazon Prime. Okay, uh, it's a true story, which I didn't. Maybe they said that at the very beginning of the movie, and I wasn't paying attention. But at the end, they showed the the guy it's about, and the stuff he had to go through is just amazing that he made it. Was it one of those things that afterwards you were like, "Oh shit, this is a true story"? Yeah, like it was the whole time I was like, "Man, this is nuts!" Like. I'm glad something like this never happened. And then I was like, oh, this guy went through this stuff. Oh, can you give anything else away without so it's giving about the French prison system? Uh, the colonies in South America, the Fran- that French France had, they were sending their criminals there. And that's where they're serving life sentences as banished citizens of France. Did they get out? Uh, this guy was pardoned at after by the French in like 1984. Interesting. But it was like 1930s 
or something. What post. is it with countries sending their imprisoned to to other other places? Because that that's how Alabama was started. That's how Australia was started. And sorry, Georgia. That's Georgia. how Georgia was started. Uh, Australia, and I guess wherever this was in South America is basically just prisoners. Yeah, and it's they're on, they're on like remote islands, so it's just they they don't even have a, a good guard system because they don't need one. Right. What, what are you gonna do? Swim? Yeah. Get eaten by they, sharks? That's exactly what they said. Or the, turtles? The or? sharks will eat you. Yeah. But I was just really excited about that whole movie, so I wanted to bring it up. Nice. So I had something funny happened to me today. Did you know? Casey and I were going to the grocery store. We were behind a cop uh, with his lights on. And he stopped at a red light, waited for the whole red light, and then went. Right? And I was like, okay, maybe, you know, whatever. Whatever. He stops at the next red light, obeying the, the traffic laws. And I was like, you know, I don't know if he knows if his lights are on. And then the guy next to him, in the lane next to him, rolls down his window and, like, gets the cop to roll down his window and must have said something along the lines of, dude, your lights are on. Because <laughs> the cop immediately turned his lights on. I was like... Off. Sorry, off. I was like, nice. Way to go, dude. That's not... That's pretty common in this area. Because I went to the gym one time, and two cop cars were sitting in the gym parking lot with their lights on. And I was like, oh, man, I wonder what's going on. And then I went into the gym, and two guys were in the squat rack that that screamed police. And I walked up to him and I was like, is there something going on outside? And they're like, no, not to our knowledge. And I was like, so you guys' lights are on for fun? Oops. Like, we left them on. I was like, yeah, you guys left them on. So he like runs out there to turn them off. So does that mean they had them on just to get to the gym faster? Probably. You know, you got to get that squat rack before everyone else does. Yeah, because, I mean, it takes forever to get it back. But, I mean, like, uh, wouldn't, isn't there some sort of, I guess you probably don't know the answer to this. I feel like there should be a light or noise, or some indication that your lights are on. I mean, it's like your turn signal. It does have a noise, but a lot of people just ignore it and just don't pay attention anymore. I guess it. if the music's loud enough, you're not going to hear it. I, and you know those cops are blaring Miley Cyrus. <laughs> you know you know they're listening to Wrecking Ball. And, you know, all those greatest hits. That, that they are. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anything this week that happened to you that you didn't like? Uh, yeah, so I, you know, I've been having some car trouble. I was pretty sure that it was the battery, but there were some symptoms that made it seem like it could have been the alternator or some sort of um, parasitic drain. But I went ahead and replaced my battery. But uh, before that, it was, I think it was Wednesday, I stopped at the hardware store to pick up some uh, stuff for the table, and my car wouldn't start again. And I was like, mm, that's not good. So I asked the first person that I saw, as I usually do, I was like, hey, man, hey, excuse me, sir. And then I was finally like, yo. And then he was like, huh, what? Huh? Uh, I was like, can you can you jumpstart my car? He was like, oh, well, I, I don't know. It's not, it's not my car. And then this older guy walks out, and it's the first guy's dad. I'm like, sir, could you could you please jumpstart my car? He's like, oh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't have the cables. I was like, oh, it's okay. I got the cables. He's like, I... I got a I got a weak battery, and then they just left. He just flat out refused <laughs> to jumpstart my car. I'm like, dude, what the heck? I mean, it takes like two seconds, and a weak battery is not a good excuse to not jumpstart somebody's car. I, it is an asshole move. I'm gonna agree with you, but I've done that to somebody. Not said a weak battery, but they asked me to jumpstart their car, and I said, oh, my car is diesel, so it won't work. And then- <laughs> <laughs> I. 
I I can't even imagine. <laughs> Did he believe you? Oh yeah. Oh, he's like, oh, that totally makes sense. Okay. And then I drove off because I, well, one, I didn't have the cables, and he didn't have the cables. Okay, so it wouldn't work anyways. No. But he wanted me to... It's diesel. Yeah, but I just said it's diesel. It's not going to work. We have different batteries. He said, okay, that makes sense. Diesel batteries are typically stronger. They are. If I yep. know correctly. Uh, I have so very it large worked even better. <laughs> I had a very large battery in what? my car. <laughs> Some people's knowledge of the internal workings of the cars that they drive every day is so shockingly low. It is. It is. Uh, so uh, I think that was I think that was pretty much it for me this week. You got some some stuff to complain about this week? Just a little bit. Insert Just... music segment. <laughs> <laughs> so sadly, I didn't make it to the bar. I know it's hard to believe since I have such a good schedule for going to the bar. Oh, perfect. So I didn't make it Friday because I got off work at midnight. I didn't make it Saturday because I was here, and I didn't go Sunday or Monday because no one goes to the bar that time. That time, except for alcoholics. Right. Which I'm not one and never was. So were you... Well, actually, is there a college close enough by that you could... That Thursday nights would be okay? I could go to College Park if I really wanted to. Do you it's, want to? No. Yeah. I just... I, it just doesn't appeal to me, the idea of going back to college to drink with them. Because one, I don't know anybody there. All of my Fair. friends from Maryland have graduated. Yeah. And also, I'm, I'm at that age where it just doesn't feel appropriate anymore to go hang out with an 18-year-old who just turned 18 and I'm 24. No, not not a good mix well, for me. Well, they won't be at the bar unless they're 21. Yeah, because that's how college works. That is how college works. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody uses fakes there. Are you are you legitimately planning on going to the bar? Because, I mean, no, I just feel... Okay, not, yeah. Not even a little bit. Okay. <laughs> I mean, you seem pretty set on it. Uh, what was it, last week, two weeks ago? So <laughs> I couldn't care less, man. Okay. Man. I have no plans of meeting anyone right. that way. Okay. To work, though. Okay. So... We rent out our courts in the evenings to leagues because, you know, that's the only way we can fill the court and fill the time and, you know, make money. Okay. So the leagues buy court time from us. But these people take their league so ungodly serious. Mm. Are these official leagues? Yeah, they're official USTA leagues. Okay. But the people who play in them make it sound like they're playing a pro sport that has money on the line. When it has nothing, it it literally you're doing it for recreational fun. This is just this is just club sports, basically. Yep. Okay. And uh, so I had two instances. Uh, the first night was with women. The second night was with men. So there's no sexism here. I hate both of them. Mister <laughs> <laughs> Equal. Uh, so the women, I told them what court they need to be on, and they didn't listen to me, and they went on the wrong courts. And I. And then another group showed up, and since the women had gone on the wrong court, they were playing over their time technically, or they needed to move. So I went down there, and I said, hey, you guys need to move courts. And they're like, oh, this is a USTA match. We're not allowed to move in the middle of a match. Okay, but, I mean, you were in the wrong place to start with, and who cares? I was like, oh, but you must have forgot this isn't a professional match, so you need to move. And I made a move. Did you say that? I did. Wow. And because the thing is, if since they're not members, I can't really get in trouble for being rude. Oh, because my boss doesn't care. Okay. He so the way we do it is that's income the club doesn't need. I guess it's not that they need. It's just the leagues will always use our club. Okay. Because we're open that late, sure. and we have the, uh, uh, the most popular courts. All right. 
So we're in high demand, so we don't have to worry about that. And also, it's a league. That person complaining isn't going to fix anything for anybody. True. Okay. Continue. So, because here's what we do when someone who's not a member complains. We're like, oh, you know, we're so sorry. We hope we can do something for you. Could you give us your member number so we can, you know, uh, keep... And they're like, oh, I'm not a member. And then we just kind of look at them funny and make them feel completely dumb. Like, you don't matter to us. Which is the only benefit of being, of working at a club. And then for the men, I'm, I run a Monday, it's not Monday night men's double league for our members. So I'm on court, I'm playing in and these two guys walk into the middle, like we're playing a point and they walk onto our court, which is incredibly rude. And they stop the point that we're playing. And he's like, Hey, you're supposed to be at the front desk. We need tennis balls for our match. Wow. And I was like, you guys have 15 minutes and you guys can wait. <laughs> uh, that's it. Like, get off the court. You have, you can't be down here. Yeah. So I sent him back up and then I guess they expect me to bring the tennis balls to him. So I just took the tennis balls and set them on my desk. And then I just left him there because I wasn't going to walk him down to him. <laughs> and guy comes up. He's like, where are the tennis balls? And I was like, they're right here. He's like, so these are for us? And I was like, yeah. Yeah, they're all yours. He's like, well, it's 15 minutes late. And I was like, that's not my problem, man. You should have come up 15 minutes ago then. Wow. <laughs> you were so eager to get them 30 minutes before. Wow. So that's that just I just hate how people take unprofessional sports that seriously. Yeah. Like I'm competitive and I was that competitive in college, but I still wasn't that rude to anybody. Yeah, I mean, are these the kind of people that are just the ultra competitive? Just and that's why they're doing these club sports. They're just ultra competitive. They need to get it out in a. No, it's just because if you if you like playing tennis, the only way you can play tennis recreationally, besides finding someone, is you can play in a league and you have guaranteed matches. So a lot of people do it for fun, and then there's some people who are just assholes. Right. Well, that that's true with literally yeah. everything, but. And just the the people who are like, this is a USTA match, so we can't move. I was like, it's in the rules. It's in a league yeah. that doesn't matter. Yeah. Get on. Also, so being the tech guru that I am, somehow it is carried over to work. Oh, yeah, I'm not one. Right. I know about as much as your average person does about computers. But anytime there's computer question, uh, computer issue, my boss is like, Zach can fix it. Are you the youngest one there? Yes. Okay. Well, there, therein lies your answer. <laughs> so he he somehow managed to lock himself out of a bunch of files. I don't even know how you would manage to do that. I don't either. And he wanted me to recover them. Okay. Yeah, good luck. <laughs> I did. Wow. How, how, how would you lock yourself out of files? I don't know how he did it. How'd you fix it? I basically... Uh, changed the name of his drive, and then mm. could and I reset the administrative password. Basically, that's it. You know, um, most of troubleshooting a computer issue is Google. That's exactly what I did, and uh, follow the instructions. But people still ask you. I'm like, hey, you know, uh, just just you know, for the record, most of what I just did was Google. Uh. It does help to have a little bit of background knowledge so you know what to Google. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, for the most part, it's just Google. So, and he also wanted me to set up his mouse and keyboard. What, 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 but, but hold on, wait, what, what do you, what do you mean set, just plug in? I mean. 
that's what you do. And he, he's like, I, I need everything set up for tomorrow morning. So could you do that for me? And I, was like, I was like, of course. Dude. And I plugged everything in. And then the next day he's like, can you show me how you did it? And I was like, it's one USB drive because they're both wireless. And I unplugged it and then I plugged it back in and I said, there, you're done. He's like, you didn't have to download anything. I was like, in this little corner right here, the window, it'll tell you that it's downloading the driver, and then it'll say, complete. Wow. Yeah, it's painful. I can't believe you had to actually explain that to someone. Mm-hmm. Clearly, and, and very clearly, he didn't even try. Or t- didn't care. I mean, he gets paid a, ri- a ridiculous sum. He does, he's got... All right, but it's a waste of both of your times. Oh, it is. If he had just tried, then he wouldn't have had to go and ask you, and then he wouldn't have had to been like, hey, just show me how to do it. He just... It would have solved itself. Yep. But. And that's not my last complaint about being the tech guru, even though this isn't technically IT work. Uh, Our printer jammed and nobody knew how to take apart a printer. Like just the, not like like undoing every part, just unjamming it. Just a piece of paper jammed in it. Mm -hmm. Just got torn up and I had to fish out all the pieces. And then Frank was like, how'd you do it? I was like, you see this little Magic. button that says like it like it ejects the whole tray. You click it, then you pull all the paper out that you can find, and then you try it. <laughs> the end. Try on it. Wow, that is that is that is obnoxious. This is all at work. It's all at work. Do you get this in your everyday life? People asking you to fix computers and stuff. Uh, no. Uh, do you? I do actually. Uh, I mean, even my coworkers who are computer people, software engineers, they're like they they have stuff break if you will and i'm like i go over to two clicks and i'm like well this is how you do it you it's I mean? a, lot, a lot of it is like navigating through things they can't seem to figure it out like we have a program that we've been using for the last i think it's been in like 10 years and it updates every year or so so there are things that are changed a little bit but if you work with a system every day you'd think you know how to use everything. you would think i was wrong they don't that is terribly, terribly annoying. That's all I've got about work. I'm done with it. Gotcha. And that's, gotcha. yeah. That's the end of the uh, anti-news. Almost. No? One more computer thing. Okay. I So I assembled my computer this week, right? That's right. And you've already, you already know the story uh, about how I managed to get my finger caught in a graphics card van. I'm aware. Which is why I now have a new graphics card. Because I broke the other one. Well, part of the reason, but yeah. I was going to upgrade it anyway, but I would have preferred not to be forced that day to buy one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so like everyone knows, when you put something into anything electrical, you're supposed to make sure the whole system's off so it can't turn on by itself. Obviously, because it'd be stupid It would be to, to do it otherwise. So what I did was I had everything hooked up and on. It's not even like I had the system completely shut off i just had it running like the the motherboard was running all the fans were running uh-huh. and i just messed with the little cable on my graphics card and my hand was sitting under it and then it turned on at full speed and the fan broke and broke my finger well not broke my finger but cut it up broke your finger. i mean just at least just one of the blades snapped off yeah well, just one blade. how snapped. bad is the cut it's two deep gashes two two wow see i didn't think those fans were that sharp or spun that fast but when your finger's inside of it, it doesn't really matter. It seems like, and, and and correct me if I'm wrong, it seems like it's a bad idea to put your fan or your finger in a moving fan. Would you say that's accurate? I, I would. I think a lot of people could prove that, but 
I'm the most recent story. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'd say. Is that it? That's it. That's all we got. Okay. That's all we got. Uh, looking ahead, these are all yours. Oh, oh, they are. They're all yours. What are your feelings about Ultimate Frisbee? I know you're terrible at throwing one. But I'm... You- <laughs> I'm so bad at Ultimate Frisbee. That's one of those things that I guess it would fall into the category of um, uh, the people who take unprofessional sports too seriously. A lot of people who play Ultimate get too into Ultimate, and then it's there's just no going back. No going back from that. But So would you be interested in playing this summer? Sure. Well, I mean, uh, if it was convenient. It's in Cove Point, I believe. Uh, sure. Why not? All right. I mean, I have to learn how to throw Frisbee first. No, Learn how to throw a frisbee accurately. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> I can throw a frisbee, but it might not go the right direction. And there is a chance that someone's going to get hit in the face. That happens anyway. Sometimes <laughs> intentionally. Uh, I mean, the I guess I'd say ultimate is kind of good unless people just take it too seriously and like start like literally decking people yeah. and being too aggressive in what is essentially a non-contact sport. You know, you should you shouldn't be throwing people on the ground, but yeah, I mean, it's I just want to play frisbee because I I love frisbee. I love throwing it around. Well, you're actually good at throwing the frisbee around, so <laughs> yes. Thankfully, my dad taught me something in my life. Right. Not saying he's not a that's kind of weird, <laughs> Dad. I love you. The one the one thing he taught you, <laughs> he's he, that's one of the things he taught me how to do very well. I mean, it's funny how he learned because he was on an aircraft carrier and if you don't throw the frisbee accurately it's gone. you don't have a frisbee yeah it's gone forever <laughs> i mean <laughs> uh so i decided that my gains in the gym aren't enough and the, i realized what the problem is i'm not taking steroids that would be it i'm too short so i need to start taking steroids so i can get a little bit taller and get stronger oh i see I yeah. see what you said there. You know, instead you could you get the M sculpt that we talked about last week in our podcast, and uh, just attach electrodes to yourself, and basically do twenty thousand curls in a single session for the low low price of thirty five hundred dollars. How is that going to help my height problem? Well, to help your muscle problem. But see, the thing is, so it's all it's all about the height for you. It's all about height. Oh, it's all about okay. Yeah, I'm just not tall enough. It is unfortunate to us, uh, average height people i guess yeah that being slightly taller gives you a significant better baseline significantly better baseline for muscle growth not to mention like this is kind of a little bit off topic but not really has to do with height is girls who wear heels are immediately taller than you when you're average height yeah and well maybe casey's not she'd have to wear five inch heels ah see you did it right which um I don't even know if her feet are like five inches long. She's got these little <laughs> tiny princess feet. <laughs> you know, you know the Chinese ladies, in, how in the olden days they would break their toes under their feet? Yeah, they'd wrap Casey's them. feet, thankfully, don't look like that, but they're about that long. <laughs> tiny, tiny, tiny. Oh, that's why when she kicks you, it feels like getting stabbed. <laughs> <laughs> that, and she doesn't clip her toenails. She's got little knives. Oh, dude, that's the worst. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Last thing she'd be so mad if she was here right now. Yeah, it would be. If she heard this, she'd be livid. <laughs> Thankfully, she doesn't listen or hear to. Li- or <laughs> all right, <laughs> hear to all right, all right, just 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 move on. <laughs> I want to start a YouTube channel. Okay, I know you have one, uh, but I don't want to be a part of it. Okay, great. I don't want you to be a part of it. <laughs> Fuck you, man. But I need some ideas. I was thinking more like a jackass style. 
Yeah, so channel. I think what you should do is you should find the tallest building you can. And jump off of it. Don't jump off, but instead pull the concrete up to you. <laughs> <laughs> How would you even do it? Just have a slab of concrete just like get quickly raised and just hit me? I don't know, man. But I'd say you could probably do it on the first try. <laughs> You're right. I bet, I bet I'd get a lot of views on my first video. <laughs> Yeah, you know, uh, Reddit um, banned the subreddit, which is called, uh, I think it's Watch People Fucking Die, and it's just a subreddit full of videos of people dying. That's not that's not cool, man. I'm glad they banned that. <laughs> but your YouTube video, your YouTube video, single video on, on your channel, I would watch it 10,000 times. It would be trending, for sure. For five minutes, and then... No one would care. That would be five minutes of fame. <laughs> Post post. Wait, was, did you have a point for this? No, I, I want people. I want, so I want people to reach out and give me some ideas about what we can do, what I can do. You're welcome to join in. I mean, the thing is, right? You you have you have no skills, you have no technical knowledge of any sort, and I have no looks. You're not personable. There's nothing to look at. Basically, when you talk, it just sounds like a lot of hot air. And then <laughs> on top of that, did I say it already? But you're ugly, dude. <laughs> What what are you putting me on blast for? You just absolutely roasted my entire being. You said you didn't want to be part of my YouTube channel, man. Can I leave? Can I? Can I'm go? I'm leaving. Okay, I, I'm all right. The hell out of here. I'll just do this with my computer. <laughs> I'm just messing around, man. No, you're not. A don't, little bit. Don't lie to the people. Anyway, anyways, I mean, are you looking for ideas from me or from our? Many, 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 many fans? Or? Our many, many fans. Okay. All right. You so. know, the the 20 people that listen to it occasionally. <laughs> <laughs> Your sound was real short there, bud. All right. Uh, is that it? That's it. Is that it? That's, all, all right. that's all for us. Okay. All right. Yeah, I guess I didn't really have anything to look forward to. Um, I mean, you never do. No. Life is dull and dreary. I'm sure your wife appreciates that. Besides my amazing marriage. So uh, I guess we'll move on to podcast news. First off, got uh, another shout out from our podcast troll. Oh, Mike. Mr. Oxlong. There we go. Uh, he wanted us to shout out to Nebraska for all of the issues that they've been having with uh, water. water retention. A lot of water. Water retention. And uh, <laughs> so I, I've got some, I got, so shout out. Are we shouting out to Nebraska? Uh, you could call it that. I, I mean, you know, I, I hope everyone recovers. It's going to be tough, though. So yeah. the flooding has caused $1.3 billion in damages. I thought I read a stat that was higher than that, but that that's pretty absurd. I didn't even know Nebraska was worth more than two bucks. Wow. <laughs> this took a dark turn. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. There's just nothing out there besides corn. Yeah, I guess some of the issues is that it's just so flat that the water has nowhere to go, so it just you know sits, hangs out. Uh, yeah. yeah, so it's gonna take them a long time to recover from that because they lost a lot of crops this year. I've seen a lot of pictures of um, just freeways completely and totally underwater and destroyed from the the incoming floodwaters have broken up roads. Oh well, I can't see that because the pictures I saw they were oh they underwater. were showing where the water receded and how much it's damaged the roads. That's no. what I thought you were talking about. But no. okay, Nebraska has our prayers for sure. 
at least mine. And thoughts. And thoughts. Thoughts and prayers. In other news, our Teespring is still up and still awesome. So go check it out. Links will be in the description. Also, our Patreon page is now up. So if you want to get in at the ground floor and support your favorite podcast. Of all time. Of all time. How much is it going to be for the first level? Two dollars. Two dollars. Two dollars a month. What does that get you? Pocket change. Uh, at least stickers. Oh, nice. We haven't completely decided on the tiers yet, but our Patreon page is up. It is rolling. You get some extra bonuses, and just think about it. You know, a couple bucks a month. We might we might decide to do an extra episode here or there and toss it only on Patreon for them alone. Right. Because why not? You, you know? got to give them some some bonus something good. Yep. We got stickers. I wish I had brought them down here, but we got stickers. I, you sent me a picture. I know awesome. what they look like. Yeah. They are pretty cool. Uh, that's it for that. Uh, we had a couple things. Uh, Chris wrote in about our last couple episodes. We talked last week about killing raccoons with an air rifle. Yes, And we did. you said you might need something more than that. Yeah. Uh, turns out they make air rifles that go up to 4,200 PSI. So What's I wa- the feet per second off of that? A lot. Many. Definitely I, breaks the sound barrier. I watched a video of this guy who took a literally 45 caliber caliber bullet and put it in an air rifle at 4,200 PSI and it punctured all the way through an elk. All the way through. In and out. So, turns out air rifles are much more sophisticated than I thought. And this particular one, you could probably kill like a dozen raccoons if they were in the line. <laughs> Just go through all of them. Like the classic Western where all the bad guys line up at the door and yeah. they all get shot. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and the other thing he wrote in about uh, a, a bear fact, uh, adolescent grizzly bears can climb trees, but adults can't and all black bears can. So if in the heat of the moment you're getting chased by a bear... If you can be 100% sure that it's an adult grizzly bear, climb feel tree. free to climb the tree and hope they don't knock it down. Uh, but the reason beca- behind this is black bears, all black bears and young grizzly bears have the uh, hooked claws. So they can kind of like latch onto things. Yeah. And then as the grizzly bears get older, the shape of their claws change so they can't really lock onto stuff as well. So They can still tear it down with their big old bear paws. Yeah. But uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, they could they could chop that tree down, but they can't climb it. So okay, well, it's good enough. to know in case you are ever in the middle of nowhere. So you get to a tree and you turn around. And you're like, are you a small black bear, or are you a, or are you a small grizzly bear, or are you a black bear? Oh, it doesn't matter. They both can climb. You're dead anyway. <laughs> Never mind. You get to right. the tree, you're dead. Also, why are you asking the bear? Because you said you had to be 100 percent sure. Oh, you oh. can't just identify it. That's so wrong. You can't assume its identity. Exactly. It's <laughs> got to tell you what it is. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, on that note, that brings us into our bear bits for this week. I love bear bits, man. Yeah. They are the best. <laughs> You've heard of sun bears, right? Yes. They are an incredibly funny looking species of beer. Bear. Beer. Excuse me. Bear. Would be I just beers on my mind beer. and in my hand. Um, so they look pretty silly. Could we get? Could we bring up some pictures, please? Here, computer. Yeah, that's great. It. I. I saw some pictures of a of a sun bear walking, and to me, it looks like somebody closed their eyes and tried to draw a bear. <laughs> they got them mostly right. 
<laughs> but not all the way there. But I read this week that Sun Bears have been confirmed to be the first non-primate, non-domesticated animal that will mimic the facial expressions of the people that are, or the animals, not people, the animals that they're playing with. Uh, <laughs> They've got the longest tongues I've ever that, seen. It's like an anteater. And look at, oh man, there's some funny looking animals. I really like the, uh, the design on their chest. Oh, the reason why they're called sun bears? Yeah. It's pretty nifty. Hmm. Is that why they're called sun bears? I believe so. Okay. I it's, mean, it doesn't look like a sun. It looks like they have front wings. Okay. I know <laughs> names are always so accurate. <laughs> front wing bears? Yeah. Uh, I just thought it was uh, interesting, and I have discovered that I like looking at pictures of sun bears, as does Casey. I don't have that fascination, but I can see why they do look adorable. I mean, but I don't find myself terrifying. passing time by looking at bears. Can these ones climb though? Ooh, good What's question. the situation for getting out of, getting away from a sun bear? Laugh at it. I I I, th- I think they're very insecure about how they look. Oh, so you just you just hit it with that getting a little thick around the edge there. <laughs> Hibernation didn't treat you very well. <laughs> why the long tongue, buddy? All right, that's it. That's it. That's, so that's rabbits are into the news. Did you see or hear this week that James Gunn, the director of Guardians of the Galaxy 1 and 2, was, uh, well, depending on how you put it, either unfired or rehired? I would say rehired. Yeah. Because he was publicly he was fired. fired. Oh, yeah, sure. This title said unfired, which is what I wrote down as unfired, but he was rehired to direct Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Uh, and we talked about it a while ago, but I'll just go over it again. He was fired in 2018 over some tweets that he made in 2011 that were just some awful jokes that he admitted. They, they, were, poor, they were poorly received jokes. They, they, well, they were poor taste and yeah. poorly received and he, he admitted that he was just doing it for shock value. And these were tweets eight eight years prior to his firing or seven years prior to his firing that somebody dug up and Disney had the had to had to react. They they had to react and they fired him for it. But the reason I thought this was newsworthy was because they fired him months ago in July and they didn't officially announce his rehiring until this month of uh, March. I take it he was rehired way before this, though. It was a few weeks, quote, afterwards, the uh, the leadership at Disney started having conversations with him and, I guess, determined that he felt remorse and these were not a reflection of his character. And they went ahead and rehired him. And in that uh, contract, I guess, they allowed him to work on some DC movie, movie that's coming up as well. Okay. Uh I'm glad they still do Guardians they got the off their high horse and decided to reverse their decision because Guardians of the Galaxy are great movies in my opinion. Did I, you like you watched both of them? I watched both of them. I really liked the first. Second one was kind of nah, but I still enjoyed it. It was still I, an enjoyable movie. I thought second one was pretty good, but the first one was just awesome. But like his style, I don't think they'd have a hard time remaking that. And the third one would be such a drastic difference if they didn't have James Gunn. 
Right. They might as well just like can the series if they're not going to have the same director. But I mean, it seemed like they fired him and just completely out of the whole virtue signaling culture. Yeah. I mean, they, it was just a reaction. They're just it. looking for approval. That's right. all they want. Yeah. Yeah. But, and so they, they obviously knew this and them, them hiring him back a couple weeks later just absolutely proves the fact that they were just doing this for the media attention or for okay. the media acceptance or approval yeah. or whatever. Um, I haven't read any outlash at him being rehired. I don't, I don't think there will be because there was such, there was such backlash for the firing. That's true. That's true. There was the media made it sound like he needed to go, but then everyone else is like, yo, hold up. We actually really liked him. This <laughs> I, is ridiculous. I know. It's like, I mean, if somebody screws up, they in eight years, but you're just going to assume they haven't changed or they're exactly the same person or they weren't just making a mistake back then. Like I, it just, you know, sometimes you got to forgive people. Yeah. There has to be a, a way for them to redeem themselves. And he publicly apologized for these things before several times. And there, there's no reason that the reaction, the initial reaction should have been this strong, but basically I'm just glad they hired him back. I mean, it's, it seemed like the right thing to do. I'm surprised Disney still has the name Disney. I was I was thinking that they they have Guardians of the Galaxy, and they just got the rights to Deadpool. They don't seem very Disney to me anymore. No, not even a little bit. I mean, Deadpool the the original Deadpool was just so so crass that <laughs> I if I was Disney I would be embarrassed to have that under my title. Disney, who's known for children's movies and children's shows, yeah. and Disney Channel. And Miley Cyrus. Well, yeah, they, you know, sometimes some get away. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I don't know. It seems like to me like they should have an off sector. You know, I, I make a move that they change their name from Disney. Do you have any suggestions? I don't, I don't know. Something that, you know, if people knew who Disney was as a person, they wouldn't be supporting it as heavily. Because Walt Disney was a racist. Yes, not only was he a racist, but. <laughs> He had some odd, odd beliefs. He was, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, anti, it's not anti-sentiment. Semitism? Anti-Semite. He was an anti-Semite as well. Yeah. He he didn't like the Jews. Wow. I can't believe I couldn't think of that word. You're right. Um, Uh, Yeah. I mean. There's a lot of, like all the backlash for like the Southern, like the, the people of the South who, you know, fought in the Civil War, like removing their statues changing people who had you know do they really want to take washington off the bill because he had slaves i've heard i've heard that proposed i think most people are going to go against it but i mean like they and the civil war was what 70 years before walt disney came around yeah is that right i think he was uh 1920 ish can you can you check me on that computer please but i mean it seems like if they were having that kind of backlash at the Confederate stuff, which is which is in the 1860s, they should have in a equal, whole different time era, right? Where whole different era. I, I mean, racism has kind of been winding, in my experience, winding down, right? I th- I think so. I think we've made massive strides. So, racism in the 1860s should be. I guess I don't want to say more acceptable, but more the norm than racism in the 1920s, 1930s, 1940s. And Walt, that's when Walt Disney was doing these racist thing. And there are Disney cartoons that are banned and blacklisted because they're so racist. Yeah. And yet I haven't seen any, anything 
pointing any of this out. I guess. I I bet a lot of people just don't know. Is it that they don't know, or they're just sweeping it under the rug because Disney, uh, in this day and age, agrees with what they agree in? You know, Disney's trying to be all progressive, and I think I think the big thing is so they can attack the you know the losers of the Civil War because no one's fighting for them anymore. Right, they okay. lost. Yeah, but if they attack, Disney, I, I wouldn't say no one, but yeah. that's true. No, not no one, but there's a, a very limited number. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if they attack Disney, they're looking at backlash from every household that ever loved Disney. Right. It's getting them to change the name. Certain, like I don't think they should. I was just kidding about that. Like, I just wanted to bring it up that Disney's personality, who he was, is nothing what you would think it was from watching the movies, what they support now, how how uh, PC they are. Right. But they're going, you know, they're making strides, in my opinion. They're making themselves look better. I think acquiring Deadpool was a good move because Disney is a is a dying breed. Pixar is taking over with the kids' movies. They're doing. Okay. I think they're doing a much better job than Disney in general. Yeah, they're, Frozen was incredibly popular, but yeah, yeah. In general, uh, Pixar I think makes pretty high quality movies. Yeah, uh, Pixar was The Incredibles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Probably one of the best animated films ever. And uh, I believe Finding Nemo, Finding Dory, I yeah. believe is Pixar. Even though they have a lamp killing an innocent eye <laughs> every start. <laughs> but whatever. That's, I don't know. I, I, it would make sense to me for Disney to have an offshoot. Like, uh, I don't want to say Disney adult because that just sounds so incredibly wrong. It sounds like something you put it on an incognito tab. <laughs> But like uh, some sort of uh, different brand for like the for de- for the Deadpool and yeah. the Guardians of the Galaxy, which is teen plus. It's yeah. not it's not mature, but it's it's pretty far closer to mature than it is to uh, PG. Right. You know? Yeah. Um, but so I you know I just wanted to dig a little bit at, at Disney himself, not the not the industry. I I am I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with you and say that probably most people don't know that he was a racist asshole. Yeah, but he's still frozen, so they could just dig him up and. That's true. Burn he him. did cryogenically freeze himself. Yeah, he can be. He can technically be revived at some point and then slap for being an asshole. Well, maybe. Maybe you're right. Maybe. They probably but, not. I would bet. I would bet that if cryogenics, uh, is cryogenics the right word? For I don't know. Let's yeah, just call we'll it cryogenics. Why not? Freezing and unfreezing the body. Um, if that ever becomes a thing, then you have to go through a special process of freezing and whatever Walt Disney did, put himself in a freezer or whatever it was, was he not the right put, process. He just put himself in a, in a box freezer. And yeah. Sat- and all the French fry, French fry bags were clawed to shreds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, uh, what is this? Uh, Walt Disney's grand niece agrees with Meryl Streep. He was racist. Okay. So somebody knows Meryl Streep, I guess, but somebody knows. Yeah. But enough about Disney. Let's go on to a little more outrage media going on. Uh, JK, JK Rowling. Is it Rowling <laughs> or Rowling? I don't, I don't care about how to pronounce her name. All right. All right. You know, I'm just going to make it up on the spot because that's what she does. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I have never seen a more blasphemous case of changing something after the fact as J.K. Rowling. Rowling. Either or. Raffle, whatever you got. <laughs> I don't care how to say it. I... J.K.R. 
It's so irritating that she's doing these things. So uh, let's just, why, why don't you sum up what she's been doing? So she writes books and then as the culture and the landscape change, she wants to make her books fit them even more. So she goes back and just tells you that this character is how she, she imagined it. It has no proof in the book, but she said she imagined it like that when she wrote it. Right. Yeah. Like, like the, so, but right before she released or maybe right after she right released, after. uh, the, her last book mm-hmm. or half blood prince. I can't remember which one, but she said that Dumbledore was a homosexual, which all right, in, in that time it was, you know, everyone loved the idea because, you know, it made Dumbledore have such a complex character and they, and then she got such popularity from it about how accepting she was of this, you know, movement going on that now she can't stop. She just can't, she's got an addiction to getting that credit. <laughs> so, I mean, it, I think it's important to, to reiterate what you said is that it was after she wrote the books, yes. well after she wrote the books and after they were published and she was like, hey, guess what? He was gay the whole time. And nobody knew it. There was no hints or evidence in the book. But there was no evidence that he wasn't gay. So I guess I'll just say that he was gay, you know? Yeah, but then but then she got ahead of herself and she said Hermione was black when there's proof in the book. That, D- despite the evidence, yeah. yeah. But, you know, she said she's happy. She's. I think she said she would be okay with a black Hermione, which I'm glad she'd be okay with that. Right. <laughs> Otherwise, she'd be racist. Yeah. But she's just trying so, so hard to stay on the front curve of the political agenda right. of, of today. And and the newest one is saying that... Uh, so she published uh, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them in 2018. Mm-hmm. And then she published the follow-up to that. I, th- I believe she published it. The Crimes of Grindelwald, I think. I think she published it. Um, And she said after the fact, I believe that... It is after the fact. Dumbledore had a... What what was the words? Strong, intense sexual relationship with Grindelwald. Yeah, she had intense sexual relationship. She had to be specific about it. Right. Why? Okay. No, No bearing on the plot obviously also not what i would call appropriate for typically the age of people reading the books i i totally agree that that book is more for not young, young adults t- young teens young teens they're not they're not young adults enjoy them because they read them when they were younger right. like i reread the books because i i really liked it when i was younger and i just wanted to reread them yeah cuz they the movies are trash once you read the books so i mean it's not appropriate and she's just inserting it's not even conjecture, but like just nonsense after the fact, after it's already been written with, with no real like evidence or what have you. I yeah, mean, it's, it's like someone asked her a question and she's like, you know what? I can, I can embellish this. I can make myself <sighs> seem so much better. Yeah. That, that's exactly what, that's exactly how it seems to it's me. It's all embellishment and it's irritating and I wish you'd stop it. Yeah. I mean, you, you, you can't just like change a story. 12 or 15 years after you wrote it and i mean that's what she did with the with the initial um basically when she first started writing harry potter she's just making changes from yeah so it's it's just frustrating i mean it, she's just 
virtue signaling again trying mm-hmm. to be like hey i'm better than you or hey i'm still relevant you know watch my movie buy my books whatever you know like you made you made over a billion dollars off your books girl quiet down over there really yeah oh i can't say i'm surprised no but uh yeah no and um i mean it, it if she had she could have done she could have included these things in a way that would have been respectable she could have written them into the books in I don't want to say classy, but an appropriate manner that made some sort of sense, introduced some sort of complexity into the characters. Yeah. And it would have been totally acceptable and people probably would have praised her for it. And that would have been okay. That would have been fine. But just saying... Just tweeting it. I'm sure she probably just tweeted it. Yeah, just (laughs) tweeting like, oh yeah, guess what? They had a lot of sex. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, like... (laughs) Why does that matter? I. It's just... It's just, it's stupid. It's just stupid. Very irritating. I have seen quite, quite a bit of backlash on the internet about this. I mean, people are pretty irritated that she's just inserting nonsense into stuff that's already been written. Yeah. Like, either write a different book and include it in there, or just stop talking in general. So, I'm I'm a fan of the second one. (laughs) I am too. But, like, what she's doing, to me, almost seems like fan fiction. She's basically writing fan fiction for her own books by saying this these things, you know? Yeah, I mean, well, enough of it. I'm, I, I, don't, I don't want to talk about it anymore. Okay. I'm, it, you guys me riled up. I want to move on. Okay. I want to talk about strapping hundreds of dollars worth of sensors to pigeons. So, a company in the UK somewhere is trying to track pollution data and climate data, I guess, with pigeons. So they have these little sensors which look to be about as big as a pack of gum, like the, the old, you know, like juice fruit, whatever, spearmint yeah. pack of gums, and cost $250, and they just strap them to the backs of pigeons and say, go fly free. What I don't know, and what's not clear in the article, is if they recover them, because it seems like, nah, Seems like now. Nah. It seems like they're just basically taping two Benjamins and Grant <laughs> to the back of a pigeon and like go fly free, you know. And, and I can't imagine that they're really getting all that useful data out of this, especially because of how finely tuned these things would have to be calibrated in order to actually collect any sort of useful data. Yeah, I think someone had some extra funds they need to spend to keep their. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, would you go up to a bird on the street and just try feeding it money? Just try, just take a take a bill. Just hey, buddy, you know, you, you wanna you wanna try? It's good. You Ta- know, it they, tastes like kale. This is where is this? The, I it's somewhere in the UK. So if our computer could. So please... they went. Somebody went to Parliament and said, "I want to strap sensors to birds." And someone's like, "That's a brilliant idea." I I believe it's a uh, startup. Oh, okay. Who? So local volunteers who breed carrier pigeons. Uh. Yeah, they don't have to look for the pigeons and recover the sensors. They they're just carrier pigeons. They fly back home. Okay. And I actually read a little bit of. Um, are carrier pigeons still used just for funsies? Apparently, are they just for, for funsies? funsies? Okay. Yeah. So I I uh, read uh, some I don't know article about somebody being irritated about a specific episode of Games of Thron- Game of Thrones, um, and part of the reason they were irritated is because of their. Uh, what's what I'm looking for? Improper use of carrier pigeons. 
So the way they depict them in Game of Thrones is they take a bird, they yeah. whisper, King's Landing, and they just let the bird go. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, turns out that is not even remotely close to how it They have to have a work. bird that only knows how to fly to King's Landing and back. Yeah. So you have to constantly be transporting these birds in, in between the places. But I found that somewhat interesting that somebody actually raged in Game of Thrones about this. In a fantasy series mm-hmm. where anything goes... Yeah, there's there's magic, and uh, there's undead creatures, and and other things. Yeah, we can't. I guess we don't want to spoil it for yeah. anyone. Uh, yeah, there's lots of stuff that's that's going on, and uh, this is the thing that they pick out that irritates them. That sounds like me and how you guys cook. <laughs> me picking one thing out that doesn't matter. I see. I I do the same thing though. Like Casey and I are watching. Some show where there's like just a bunch of crazy stuff happening, and I I'm like, yeah, why why would he walk around that side of the couch? Why wouldn't why would he sit on the umbrella instead of just sitting on the couch? In cases like that, that's that's the thing you pick out to complain about. I'm like, all right, I all right. take it back. I do the same thing because the the all the scenes where someone gets like their their stomach cut and all their organs fall out, it bothers me because that can't happen. You Unless you cut out all the stuff tying the organs to your skin. Yeah, well, not, not, not tied to your skin. They're, they're attached inside. They're all connected. They, if you cut open someone's stomach, their organs aren't going to fall out. You can't even twist up the intestine because it's, it's sewn to a, a structure behind everything. Right. It's all, you have to have a giant ice cream scoop. Yeah. And it always bothers me when that happens. Giant and sharp. Yeah, it's like a big old spoon. That's what scoop is for those who don't Thank know. Thank you for that insight, Zachary. <laughs> uh, I think it's time to move on to Boeing. Oh, that's a, that's a jump. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did they also eviscerate people? Uh, so Boeing, kind of like carrier pigeons, flies. This is a transition, right? This is a transition. There we go. Boeing also flies. Uh, so the the recent issues with the 737 MAX planes... Um, they there was something called a disagree light. I don't like this. <laughs> <laughs> so where the autopilot would disagree with the information that the sensors were getting. And so, it, funnily enough, it was an optional extra that you could pay an extra unknown amount of money for to get this light in your cabin. The two birds that... Sorry, I say birds. I use that word lightly. The two planes <laughs> <laughs> that crashed, uh, it, had they had this light, might have been able to diagnose the problem in such a manner that would have allowed them to prevent the crash. But they didn't pay for the optional extra. So, so they were just sitting in the plane. And they're like, man, does it seem like it's going down quickly? <laughs> there's, there's no light saying it's going yeah. down quickly. <laughs> Pretty much. Well, they couldn't identify the source of the issue. Gotcha. Which is step one. Okay. Um, but you, so you were right. Uh, you said that these are countries not known for maintaining their airlines. Yeah. And while that's partially true, they just didn't, didn't want to splurge p- on the extra light that would have present, <laughs> prevented these 300 something deaths. So is Boeing off the hook for this? I don't know that for sure. Okay. But I would say probably because it was an option. The countries could have bought it. Uh, they're going to put it in for free, I bet now. They they are yeah they're not charging for it. That's that's the good move there. It's bad PR to see your planes 
land in a manner like that. Yeah. I mean, you're happy that you're playing lands, but you want it to land in one piece. <laughs> <laughs> Not lots of pieces. Yeah, it would have been uh, funny if they actually increased the price of that extra. Yeah, like, you need it. <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to do? Just not put it in? You know. Yeah. There's wheels in the bottom of the plane for a reason. Hopefully you can use them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I read an article that in order to fix the problem, the pilots could either turn off the autopilot or pull back really hard on the, I believe it's called a yoke. They could do that, which would... Uh, essentially point the plane upwards which is the first thing i would think of doing when the plane starts going down just make it go up <laughs> yeah whatever it takes to make it go up i wonder if they're just asleep um maybe possibly i mean i'm I'm sure they're not supposed to be asleep it could be but if it's on autopilot and you've you know you've run 100 flights 200 300 flights successfully you fall in that habit of you kind of just miss things and you start you start doing things lazily. Yeah, you do uh, things routinely. Autopilot. Oh God, yeah, auto. You're you and the plane are both on yeah. autopilot. I saw a video the other day of a plane landing in incredibly high crosswinds. Oh, where it bounces? Uh, I don't know about that, but it was uh, definitely coming in diagonally, and that was a terrifying. terrifying I love watch. watching the planes land where it hits the ground, it pops back up. Like Ooh. it looks, starts to take flight again, then they slam it down a second time, and I just want to know what it feels like to be on that plane. I hope nobody has back problems. I hope nobody has fear of flying, because <laughs> it's gonna one you feel like oh we're safe, <gasps> we're not safe, <gasps> we're safe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, dude. I I did once land. I don't know. That's never happened to me, but I have landed in a plane in high crosswinds, and it was absolutely terrifying. Not fun. Would not recommend. Zero out of ten. The the last flight I took, which was uh back from florida uh mm. i went to visit a friend down there the plane landing at what's the airport uh south of reagan yes i landed at reagan which has apparently relatively short runways or, that that's where i landed with the crosswinds yeah, yeah so the guy first off he flew in and i thought we weren't even going to make the fence it just looked so low like i could see like the ripples in the the river and i was like man we're not we're not gonna make it and then we're we're over the runway and i'm like is he gonna put this down like he needs to put like he should probably put this down soon and then it just he just absolutely smashed it to the ground like it (laughs) it's the most violent landing i've ever had fun and i see why they have you close the overhead bins and they put up everything up because if you had a tray out in front of you your head would have bounced off of it nice it was did your uh, did your contents shift in the overhead bins during the flight? They did not. Huh? I had a bunch of turtles packed in there. Oh, good. Keep make sure nothing moved around. Too Exotic much. turtles, snapping turtles, snakes. Any snakes in there? I, no, you know, you know how I feel about snakes, man. They ain't. I know. I'm not scared. Of I mean, them. I yeah. Think. I mean, you. But you know how I feel about snakes on a plane. That's. Oh yeah. You don't like them on your plane. <laughs> All these motherfucking snakes <laughs> on this motherfucker plane. Gotta love Samuel L. Jackson. Really. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I've got a transition for you. Google, go. <laughs> Google has entered the realm of streaming. Yes, they have. Even though you can Google Netflix and get the streaming, they now have their own system. <laughs> they are streaming video games, though. Important to note. Oh. 
So the way that it's going to work, so they did they did a, a, a test project back in the fall of Google. They called it Project Stream or whatever. You could play video games on a Google browser. It was specifically an Assassin's Creed game. You could play it on the browser where all of the processing was done remotely in a server. So that's essentially what Google Stadia is going to be. Except for what they're promising seems a little unrealistic. So what what they're saying is when it launches, which is going to be in 2019, that you on any device, whether it be your phone, your computer, they you know, to hold this. whatever it is, you're going to be able to stream up to 4K resolution and play a video game at 60 frames per second when it launches. I'm not buying it. On any device. So... I mean, obviously, some devices don't support 4K. Yeah, um, that makes sense. If it doesn't have 4K capability, you're not going to get it from right whatever this is doing. And they don't they don't say the requirements for internet connectivity and bandwidth, which is which is really the the issues that I have. But so basically, it's going to be. Um, I mean, Nvidia actually did this first. They they had a a cloud cloud game streaming. Uh, I could have sworn Xbox actually. They didn't they try this with the Xbox One, you could stream games and play them, and then you just return them. Is there Xbox Game Pass? No, I don't. I think you still have to download them. Okay. So they're promising these really these really high end stats, right? And the reason that it's appealing is because you're not going to have to buy any hardware. They haven't announced the pricing model, but I assume it's going to be reasonable and it's probably going to be a monthly subscription, as is almost everything nowadays, including our Patreon page. If you want to support us, go to Patreon and chip in the very minimal amount of $2 a month. But anyways, Google Stadia has Uh, their, um, their really building on their existing infrastructure. And so one of the reasons they say that it's going to work is because they have servers everywhere. And having a server close to a physical location is important to get that low latency. And is that, I guess that's the key is you can't have a lot of lag in input. And that's what I'm skeptical about. So I've read online and I haven't done any of my own testing with this that a response time, so meaning the time between you press a button and, and for you to see it on the actual screen Anything less than 35 milliseconds is unnoticeable. However, when I just ping a Google server, just trying just just get the response time with a really tiny tiny bit of information, it, I'm looking at at least 55 milliseconds. So that's almost double the uh, let's just call it the minimum acceptable input lag. So that's why I'm skeptical. I highly doubt. That me, with my relatively good internet connection, is going to be able to get gaming that doesn't feel really laggy. I think this will work for things kind of like uh, recreational playing, you know, racing games. But I don't think any it won't it won't make a move towards esports because you can't play an esport with that much of a lag. So I yeah, I don't think that it's not going to outpace PC gaming at. at, at anytime soon really i mean until there everyone has access to incredible internet connections and i read something like one in five households has access to a um more than like 15 megabytes megabits a second and 
to I know to stream 4K video you need at least consistently 25 megabits per second. So that would be less than 20% of the population yeah actually has access to the kind of uh bandwidth or um yeah I guess bandwidth that you need in order to stream 4K and you need I guess 8 or 10 megabits a second in order to stream uh, 1080p. So, I mean, a lot of people don't have access to this. And even if you have access, that's no guarantee that you're going to be able to play within the acceptable tolerances of input lag. It seems like a great idea. It's not going to have the best execution at first. I think they might be able to iron out some things and some people will really enjoy it. I think it will be great for uh, single-player games. I don't think it's going to be good for any multiplayer games. I guess if a single-player game has lag input, it won't be terribly noticeable unless it's something like Dark Souls, which requires good timing right, and avoidance of things. But, like, so with current competitive gaming, all of the majority of the processing is done on your computer, mm-hmm. and the amount of information that is being sent between your computer and the server is so tiny that you don't really need that good of a connection. So a friend of mine was playing a game on a uh, hotel Wi-Fi. And so he had something like a a hundred kilobytes a second, or maybe it was one megabit a second. And he was able to play this game because so little information was actually being passed in between him and the server. What game is this? This is Overwatch. Oh, Overwatch. So just using that as an example. So it just doesn't seem like it's going to work. For, for most people. For some people, yeah, sure, maybe. But I think one of the other big things that they're doing with this is there's going to be a lot of integration with YouTube because, you know, Google owns YouTube. Yeah, so they've got to use their own platform. They've got a button that will uh, allow you to upload your gameplay directly to Google and directly to streaming. And that, that and one other thing makes me think that they're really trying to take down Twitch which is the current leader in video game streaming. Which I I I don't know when Twitch became popular, but I didn't hear about it till 2018. It became popular in like 2012. I it, I was so That's when it started times. to become pretty big. Um and and it's it's only grown since then and I mean, I guess you didn't really play many games that it would have applied to until Fortnite. I so. didn't start doing like esport games until I ba- made basically made the switch to PC. Right. But I, I think Google is really trying to compete with that because, uh, I mean, Twitch is owned by Amazon, YouTube's owned by Google, and YouTube has streaming services, and people do stream video games on them. It's just not as popular. Um, the other thing that is I, I think is actually pretty cool, uh, two things. When you're watching a YouTube video of somebody playing a game you'll or watching a YouTube stream of somebody playing a game with this new service, there will be a Play Now button. So you can watch somebody play like whatever game you can click a button on YouTube and it'll take you to a browser where if you have access to the game, you can immediately start playing it. No download, no patching. That is nice. That's a great, for people who play video games, understand how obnoxious it is when you get, get on, you're like, and then you have a, you know, a massive update that takes an hour or two to, to download. It's all done behind the scenes. And so that's nice. Convenient. Uh, and the last thing, which I think is the actual coolest thing that they're promising, is there's going to be a crowd play thing. 
So let's say you're a YouTube streamer. You want to play a game, let's just say Fortnite, with some of your friends, with uh, or with, with your viewers. with your viewers. There'd be a crowd play button, and so like the first hundred people to click on the link Get can in. actually just join the game with you. That would I be nice. I think that's awesome. That is a good. That's a good concept. Yeah. I I'm excited for what Google. I think Google is going to make some make enough waves in the in gaming to make a to bring a change but i don't think the change that they're looking for is going to be behind the scenes all processing i don't think that's anywhere near possible well we'll see it's coming out in 2019 and starting out on launch like i said they're promising 4k at 60 fps and in the future 8k at 120 fps and okay. I mean, you're looking at 75 megabits per second consistent data streaming rate there. I mean, that's absurd. It's probably going to only be guaranteed with their internet provider. Does Google have its own internet provider? Google Fiber. So, but they're very, very limited. They're only in a handful of cities right now. That's, that's, you know, that's what they're guaranteeing is to those people. My other problem besides the uh, input lag in the internet connection that you need for this is that when you're like traveling or on a plane... You're not going to be able to use it. I mean, it, do you often want to play competitive games while traveling? Any game. I could, I can pull out my Switch right now. I could I could bring my laptop yeah. on a plane, and I mean that really that really really helps to pass the time. But if all I had is Google Stadia, I'm assuming is what it's how it's pronounced. If all if that's all I had, I mean most planes that I go on don't actually even have internet. It, it's been like. I don't know, 20 years since internet's been, uh, or 15 years since Wi-Fi has been pretty common no matter where you go, and a lot of planes still don't have it. A lot of planes still don't even have, like, any kind of AC outlets or USB ports or anything to charge your stuff. I mean... And what Wi-Fi they do give you if they don't charge an exorbitant amount to use it, they have a severe, severe limitations on it. Yeah. Like, you can't stream a video on that bandwidth. Nope. And I mean... That that might that might be cash grab, but it's also them being behind the times. I mean, but like, what if you're what if you're also like in the back of a car, and you're in the st- middle of Nebraska, in the middle of Nebraska, and you're hopefully not underwater, <laughs> and you want you want to play so, like you have you have to have an internet connection, which is a limiting factor. You could play Noah's Ark. Yeah, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> But last, well, let's moving on from Google. Last thing about video games, not my car. I see you brought this up because of how personal that subject is with me. Do you want to bring that up or I not? Don't, no, I don't. Okay, that's I, fine. We're never going. I know you guys are going to bring it up all the time, but we're never going to talk about it. Okay. So uh, I thought it was kind of funny. Is that the title of the game? That's the, that's the title of the game. Not my car. It is a vehicular battle royale, which that's so ironic. That's some golden irony for there. I I love the title. I love the concept. I mean, it's still Battle Royale. Don't get me wrong. But this has the potential to be fun because you being able to drive around all the time with machine guns mounted on your car. I mean, it's going to be... It has the potential to be pretty good. Um, I also really like the tagline. So the tagline of the game, if you watch the... Uh, the trailer, which is pretty much a four trailer ripoff. If you, the tagline <laughs> of the game is everything else is just a walking simulator, which I think nice. is so incredibly accurate. All right. I'll give it to him. So, so I, I, 
two two things I thought about immediately when I read when I t- read about it is it doesn't seem like it's going to be a very competitive mode. I I can't see that it I can't see it being very competitive. It's too ca- it sounds way too casual and chaotic. Chaotic, <laughs> but also driving games on a mouse and keyboard don't seem uh, oh, to go no, no, to no. coincide very well. No, 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 no. No, not at all. You pretty much need a a uh, a gamepad for that. Yeah. But man, this would be such a fun game though if you had like a a wheel and everything, wheel and pedals. Oh, and you're oh, just Oh man. And VR. And VR? That would be You just use the paddle shifters to shoot people and that would be so That would be, be, dope. That'd be awesome. I could get behind that. I could absolutely get in that. <laughs> I I also think that this is going to be a it's a good change for getting away from the the so-called sweaty players of Apex and Fortnite. This seems like it'd be yeah, more casual, more yeah. just mindless fun. And also driving just, you know, how good can you get? I'm sure there's going to be insanely good people at it as all things happen in life. Yeah. If the driving works out to be anything like gta driving it would be supremely fun because gta driving is i I don't know how realistic it is but it's it's chaotic enough that it's just so much fun yeah gta did a good job i hope they i hope they go in their footsteps and follow that kind of driving style i'm excited to see what happens with it outside of that i have nothing else to say about it yeah i i i think it could be good I think it could be exciting. So, uh, I think that's I think a wrap. That, I think that's everything that we it's got. A little longer, longer yeah. episode for us. Yeah, especially considering we actually hit on fewer topics. But I tell you, what, I'm excited. I'm excited about this episode. I think it's been really good, really fun. I I will admit that the parts that aren't going to make it in this show are probably the best parts. But I like. I'm glad I've calmed down a little bit from that one effed up transition we had. There, they'll be. Assuming I can patch it together, they'll be in the the outtakes on the YouTube video. If you want to go ahead and watch that, and or maybe just scroll to the end. <laughs> <laughs> um, but thank you guys for listening. If you enjoyed that episode, don't forget to subscribe and please consider leaving us a review on your podcast app and or on our Facebook page. Once again, bad reviews get shown to Drifter. <laughs> don't do that to him. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram at Launch Speed and take a second to like and share our previously mentioned Facebook page. We're also on YouTube. We have audio of older episodes and video of our newer episodes. So if you want to watch us record and see our studio, subscribe to our YouTube channel. If you have any tips, suggestions, feedback, things you would like to hear us discuss on the podcast, or hygiene tips for Zach, please don't hesitate to send us an email Come at podcast at gmail.com or reach out to us through any of our social media channels. We also now have a Teespring. If you want to support us and get some awesome merch, head on over to our Teespring page and get some bear gear because everybody likes bears. Finally, and finally, our brand new Patreon page is up. If you want to get into the ground floor, get some stickers, shoutouts, and some bonus content, help us out by subscribing to some of our tiers starting at a measly $2 a month, which is really just pocket change. <laughs> Your contributions help keep the content rolling and the beer flowing. Thanks for listening, guys. Hope you, hope you enjoyed it.